Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, we are here with a transfer deadline day update from Dan Watts, who you may know from 1878 underscore WBA, formerly of BaggiesFacts.com. Dan, very pleased to have you on. It seemed like there was going to be a whole lot of news around West Bromwich Albion today, but that has not seemed to be the case. Yeah, I'm quite pleased with that, to be honest. Um, there's been a lot of rumours surrounding Chadley all summer um, and Evans towards the end of the transfer window. And um, it does look like we're two, two hours, ten minutes as we record from the window closing. The proverbial uh, transfer window, inverted commas, shut, slamming shut. Um, and it, it seems like we're going to have both of them still as, as Baggies players. Um and on the whole, that's that's a, a, a positive situation. I mean, especially with Evans. Um, I, I think I could have lived with Chadley moving on, but um, I, I think with Johnny Evans, he's, he's such an important player for us. Um, and even if we were to replace him of a player of, of a similar quality, um, that's going to cost us an extreme, uh, extreme amount of money. And then bedding him in and settling him into a team, you know, it, it just... It's just perfect for us that, that Evans is able to to stay. Hopefully, touch wood, plenty wood touching, because, you know, it's still two hours left of the window, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, as you say, it does certainly look at this point in time like you are going to keep uh, the two players that seemed most likely to go, uh, which would make this, you know, especially considering your financial situation compared to some of the bigger clubs, one of the best windows in the Premier League this summer. You add uh, Gregor Kruszowiak, you had Jay Rodriguez, Oliver Burke, Kieran Gibbs, all of them bringing something to the team that you needed in the offseason. Yeah. Which ones are you most excited about, and how do you think they'll contribute to the team? Well, firstly, I just want to agree with your opening statement there. I think this is definitely our best transfer. He's probably, in terms of how I feel about the players that we've signed, it's probably our, our best transfer window. And I think most Baggies fans will agree with that our best transfer window in probably probably since we were last promoted to the Premier League. Um, and in terms of what all the other clubs are doing as well, like clubs at the top usually get their deals done, allowing the clubs lower down the table to then feed off those deals and be able to, to then get their deals done. But it seems that with everybody having so much money now, it's a free-for-all. And, and as Albion have proved, we can compete with the bigger clubs, especially when the bigger clubs are abroad and not able to afford the wages that Albion might be able to afford just for simply being in the Premier League. So, um, I mean, the, the signings, first of all, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll go I'll go through them in order, if you like. Um, we, we, we signed Jay Rodriguez from Southampton early on in the window. Mm. Absolutely fantastic signing. Um, when you at, at the time, I was a bit dubious. We paid, like, I think it was 10 or 12 million we paid for him. Um, but then, you know, thinking about it, with all the deals that have gone on since, that is an absolute snip, really. If he, if he can get to, to anywhere near the form that he was producing when he was called up to England squad, then we've got a real steal. And, you know, he can operate as Pudis likes. I'm not saying I agree and like that, but as Pudis likes, he likes players to be able to play more than one position. And Jay Rodriguez can, can operate in a number of four positions, um, which is helpful as well if you want to slot Rondon into the team. Another player that was linked 
with moves away that looks like he's, he's staying with the club. Um, and then we've signed um, Gareth Barry. Fantastic deal in terms of what he can offer the club now. Um, obviously, going forward, his legs are going to go at some point. But, you know, we, we've, we've replaced Fletcher with what I would say at this moment in time is a better player. Um, captain material, been there, done that. Um, most Premier League appearances out of any player that's ever played in the Premier League. I can't can't argue with how he started, so solid signing, a very cheap fee as well. So um, Oliver Burke, I think you was probably a bit excited about this one as well, Kev. Yeah, I, signing I sure Oli- Oliver Burke from, from RB Leipzig. Um, I think he's a player that has certainly got the talent and got the potential, and we've took a bit of a punt on him. Um, who knows? It could it could be one that he could be one that shines and sparkles and does all the right things and Pulis picks him every week. But then it could go the other way. Um, Pulis is very selective regarding players that like to beat a man, that like pass on the wing, that like to maybe offer a trick here and there. Um, and so he, he's got to stand the right side of Pulis and do the defensive work and. You know, I'm sure that's something that Pulis will be wanting to bring into his game anyway. Um, so that's got the potential to be a cracking signing. But I think the most important deals, um, and I haven't mentioned Ahmed Hagazi either, who had a blinding first oh, week, really? but he did he did struggle slightly in our last match against Stoke. But you know, settling into the Premier League after playing in the Egyptian league, he's you know you can't really complain. And, and on a on a loan deal. Um, there's no risk either from the club. There's no risk at all. And if he was a complete fuck, you'd just say, you know, fair fair play to the club. We've given him a chance and, and he's and it's failed. But it looks like he, he could be, a, a, at the very least, a very good backup player to McCauley and Evans and Dawson. Um, but then getting round to the two players that we signed yesterday, Kieran Gibbs um, was signed about midday. And it's a bit of a strange one because apparently we were very close to signing him for about 10 million, maybe three, four weeks back, and the deal never happened for whatever reason. And I think it's got to this late in the window, and Arsenal have realised that, you know, they probably were asking for a, a slightly big fee, um, and the clubs out there are, are trying to splash the cash, but they're probably not. They're not saving their money for like a left back. I mean, as much as as much as it is an important position for the Albion and what we want to do. I mean, there's so many clubs out there that are trying to get strikers, star strikers, key midfielders that are going to create things and and big centre-backs that are going to be able to stop the other team from scoring. And I think he's gone under a radar a little bit, um, which has worked in our favour. We've managed to get a deal done. Um, he was on his way to Watford. He apparently, Apparently, it wasn't even anything to do with the money or the financial side of things. It was just that he fancied the Albion instead, which is, I suppose, that's a, a, a good thing in our favour. Uh, proven, 10 England caps. Um, he's been played two, 200 and odd times for Arsenal. Um, he's, he's no doubt going to be our first choice left back. In fact, it's so it's such a relief that we've signed a specialist left back that Pulis is going to play. Because over the last two, three years, we've seen Lescott there, we've seen Brunt there, I've, we've seen um, Johnny Evans there, 
We've Neon. seen um, Neon there. We've, I think Dawson's even appeared there on the odd occasion. Like, honestly, we have seen every single player in our squad almost <laughs> appear in that left-back slot. I'm surprised Boaz Meyer hasn't appeared there. And it's just so frustrating for the fans. We just want to see a left-back with a good left foot who can get up the line and support the attackers. That's it. We're not asking for the world, and it looks like we've we've got that in Kieran Gibson for seven million in today's market. That's a fantastic deal. Um, yeah, especially for a player to... that's probably going to play thirty plus games. Absolutely, and and potentially is could could appear again for England. He, he's got the potential to. He's not a, he's not an old player at all. He's twenty seven, so he, there's there's lots of potential there. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I echo your excitement over all of these signings. I think the J-Rod one was the, man, I was going to say the most astute, but all of them are really astute. But I, I really well, like the J-Rod one because Krasoviak and um, Gibbs help you defensively, which is not exactly well, what your issues were. Um, go on, go on pron- pronounce it for me again, Kev. Krasoviak? Yeah, what, what an absolute... <laughs> massive steal for the club that is yeah it's incredible it really is like it, it's like this, this fella was lifting the european cup two seasons in a row scoring goals in european in the europa league final getting man of the matches every other week for Sevilla, um and he got a massive move for something near 30 million to psg and last season i think there's a lot of confusion as to why he was wasn't playing he was injured a lot of the time it wasn't because it wasn't because he was, you know, he, he weren't fancy at all by PSG. I think he just didn't have any luck last season. And then we've signed him. I don't care whether it's a loan for a year or, uh, to be honest, I would have, I would have took two or three games. To be honest, <laughs> well, uh, like you know, the, the way that he's looked upon, I think it was, it was rumored he'd be going to a much bigger club than the Albion um, when he did, when he did um, sign for PSG last year. Can you imagine? I think he had the option of Arsenal and Man United maybe last season. Mm. I, I might be wrong. Yeah, there, and there were a couple of really himself. big Premier League clubs that were sniffing around him. Yeah, and and he's found himself at the Albion just through pure circumstance. Whether you know, um, and whatever the situation it is, um, Albion have done absolutely superb, um, in order to just get this deal over the line. And he, I think it does help that it's a World Cup year. This lad wants to be playing week in, week out. And, and if he can use the Albion as his stepping stone and maybe returns to PSG next season or gets a move to a, a bigger club next season, that's absolutely fine by me. Um, because as as a club of our size, if you can get a player like this, then no matter how it's done, you know I think you've got to be able to do it. And hmm. I'm just I'm just stunned that he was even willing to to listen to a, a, a phone conversation from Tony Pulis. So well done to <laughs> everyone involved. Yeah, it was definitely a thundering signing for you. Um, we talked last season because you were in 8th and ninth for a very long chunk of last season. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about, is this the highest you can go? 
we're both saying yeah. this has been an incredible summer for you. Does this mean <laughs> that you can reach higher than that? Or is that still the goal is to finish right behind all the bigger clubs? I'll be absolutely honest, Kev. I think the start of the window, things were looking quite glum until maybe the last two weeks where we've pulled off some very good signings. Um, and our squad were looking very thin. Very good first eleven still, but beyond that, you're probably struggling. And our bench has proved that over the opening weeks of the season. We've had a lot of the youth team lads come through, which isn't a bad thing either. But, you know, if, if Pudis wants to talk about the top half again, then we need a, a, a big playing squad that's able to, you know, able to fill holes when when big big name players are missing. Um, and I do feel now completely different to what I did. But following the start we've had, and I mean, if you look at the start we've had, we've done that without the best signings coming through and, and appearing in our team. So, you know, hopefully we can have a really good season. I myself, I'm hoping, praying, like inventing gods to pray to, that we're going to start playing some attractive football in some way, shape or form. Um, many Albion fans will disagree and they'll say as long as we're producing results. My argument is that if you wanted to just watch your results and you wouldn't even bother going to the games, there's no point in taking the atmosphere in or, or going to get excited or enjoying the football. You're just going to look at the results because, OK, it is a results business, but you're there as a fan to experience football. Um, and I just feel it's such a frustrating time for Baggies fans that are of my mindset and are just completely fed up with the style of football. Um, and I'm hoping that that we do take these signings on board and at least try and dominate possession in some matches and be forceful with the ball and get the midfielders pressing high. Who knows? I'm trying to be optimistic. This is how I sound when I'm being optimistic. <laughs> well, I, I think I think the maybe the gap hasn't closed between you and the clubs above you, but it's given you a very nice cushion behind you, so that it should be another year of not really ever having to worry about the drop. Is that how you feel looking at our squad? Yeah, as an outsider, mm-hmm. that's that's good to hear. I mean. I think everyone was getting excited about West Ham and what they were doing, weren't they? But they've had a terrible start. There's doubts about their manager. They just look like 11 and, players right now. They don't really look like a yeah, team. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that you you can't really ever fault Pulis for not producing a team that works hard for each other. Yeah. So, you know, with some rushes of blood to the head with our attacking players doing... Some things I've probably not been told to do. You never know. We might start playing some nice football. But, I mean, look, I'm a West Bromwich Albion fan. I love the club, you know, and I'm absolutely chuffed with the transfer window. And credit to everyone, including Pulis, for getting these deals over the line and giving us something to be excited about. Um, that's all us fans ever want, really. Just It's always the hope, isn't it? With a club of our size, it's the hope that you can get to a League Cup final or get to an FA Cup semi-final or whatever. Um, and hopefully, you know, the club can do something exciting this year. And you know, if if come the end of the season, Pulis has given us something absolutely magical, and or maybe put us in, you know, contention of Europe again and pushing on, then 
might have to eat a bit of humble pie, but and I would eat it, and I would happily admit I wouldn't. I'm not someone that can, you know. You've got to be able to think fluidly, and if if Pulis manages to play a team that's entertaining week upon week, I'm not going to suddenly go. Uh, that, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'll stick with what I'm saying and say that Pulis is still a goner, and that uh, you know, I'm not. I won't be happy with it because I can only I can only judge what I'm seeing in front of me, um, and I just feel that. The, the last few weeks of the season were absolutely diabolical, but, but you know I'm I'm trying to get into this positive mindset and hopefully we can do something really cool this season. Um, and it's good to hear the opinion as of, of opposing fans. I mean, there's been a few clubs taking a piss out of us to be honest, like saying how West Brom doing this, and you know it, it just goes to show that our standing within the game. It isn't very high and people look at us as maybe a team that should be battling relegation every year. But every year we sort of dismiss that and manage to finish fairly high up the table. So, so yeah, maybe there's a few more positives in there than I sound like I'm giving off. And, you know, so I, I'm happy with the transfer. We're extremely happy. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been a very good window for you. Also, uh, I did uh, fortunately get to catch a match with you uh, at the Hawthorns last season, you were not very excited about Darren Fletcher's presence at the club. He is there no longer. Uh, just yeah. how important was that uh, to get an aging player that well, wasn't really contributing a lot out of the club? Well, uh, yeah, again, there'll be Albion fans that disagree, but then there will be quite a few that probably do agree. I think Fletcher's give him he, he, if, if he had to. To do something quickly, if you give him a ball in the centre of a park and there was a player closing him down, he would stutter so much. His, his time of doing anything was really slowing. Um, his passing was really off point. Um, his positional sense was going down the drain a bit. And I do think maybe the whole captain thing, yeah, fair play. He was good in the dressing room. It does add some weight to it. But you cannot rely solely on that. You cannot have a player at the club simply because he's he's good around the place. He needs to be a very good footballer as well. And I just didn't feel that he was offering what he did when he first signed for us, whatever the reason was for that. Apparently, the Stoke fans are really chuffed with how he started for them. You know, fair play to him. Can only judge what he was doing for the baggies. And it wasn't like the odd one game. It was over a consistent period of time. Darren Fletcher just let us down. Um, And so, ultimately, I'm glad he moved on. It does sound like he moved on simply for the money and Stoke offered him a better financial package and it's uh, a little bit closer to home for him up in Manchester. If that's a reason, fair enough, you know, and, uh, you know, wish him well, but um, he wasn't my favourite baggies <laughs> captain ever. He, he sure wasn't. Uh, any other <laughs> uh, outgoings that are of note? Uh, we've had a f- couple of loanies go out um, today, um, Wilson's joined Exeter. Um, Johnny Lecco went out to um, Bristol City a couple of days back. Um, we might be looking at Sam Field maybe moving on to to another club as well on loan. Um, so getting the youngsters out and playing football is important, but it's also important to get a chance in the first team. I would personally have kept Sam Field at the club, but I think he's good enough. But with the signing of... Um, your Polish fella. Go on, I'm going to try this now. 
Kuchoviak. Hey. Was that not so bad? Yeah, no, that was good. Yeah, hot. Okay. Yeah, with your signing of Greg, um, you know, I, I think he's probably going to struggle to find the place in the team. And so a low move isn't so bad. All in all, to be honest, Kevin, I've got absolutely no complaints whatsoever. Like, none. So, fantastic. That's awesome. On to the football. How, how often How, how often yeah, do you hear me say that, mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not as much as we'd like. Because we'd like yeah. you to be uh, happy. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, obviously, a very nice uh, window for you indeed. And things looking up for West Bromwich Albion now. Um, all right, that'll do it for us today. Any final thoughts or plugs you'd like to make? Yeah, you can just find our website um, at 1878.net. Um, I've got a piece going online tomorrow from our writer, Heidi. We've also got a couple of new writers for this season. Um, and there's a regular two or three pieces online um, every week for you to check out on, on the baggies. And maybe even if you're not a baggies fan, you could check it out as well. So. That's uh, 1878.net. Awesome. Thanks so much and best of luck the rest of the season. Cheers, Kev.